Welcome to Real Talk with RJ and Matt. Join us each week as we break down merch by Amazon and print on demand with some of the top sellers on the platform. Learn from some of the best as we test theories and examine strategies to give you the tools and knowledge to find success in this industry. This podcast is sponsored by Merch Informer. Take your merch game to the next level by finding untapped niches and high sales volume keywords. Save hundreds of research hours by heading over to MerchInformer.com and grab a free three-day trial today. Links in the description below. We like to start off with uh, the numbers, the weekly numbers. So, um, Ken, if you don't want to share, you don't have to. But if you want to share for inspiration, you can. Uh, so the last seven days, I sold 220 shirts at $1,045.67 in profit. You're significantly better than me. My last seven days have been very slow. Uh, we did 95 for 352.77. And Ken's going to make us both look silly. What's that? <laughs> drum roll, drum roll. Uh, I should be closing in over 500 right in the next hour for a seven day. All right. So we uh, had Ken hop on the show last minute notice. Um, I want to give wanted to give him a better introduction, of course, but uh, we can we can do that. I can. Uh, well, I mean, let's let, let's let Ken give himself an introduction. Um, just to, for those of you that don't know who Ken is, um, you know, where where'd you get your start in merch? How long you've been doing it? Oh. Um an interesting story i actually started in the oil field of alberta and managed there for about 14 years uh basically a has waste expert and uh through a seriously uh messed up set of events i ended up in las vegas from alberta canada and uh, bought a sign company and i've run a sign company for the last uh what 14 years now mm -hmm. so i did a apparel and things like that on the side um, I've got my own screen printers that I do work with, uh, wholesale apparels, things like that. And, and then on the, on the side at night, I started posting things on Teespring and some of these other PODs and lo and behold, I came across merch and I signed up right at the beginning, uh, back in 2015. And my story is I didn't give it much, uh, much thought. Uh, it was probably December. I, I actually, have you heard the story? I almost didn't continue with merch. Yeah. Yeah, because you were having a problem with uh, uploading, right? <laughs> My designs were one pixel off. Yeah. They're one pixel too big. And I actually had it out with merch support in the early days. I was just telling them how bad their program was. And finally, I had a nice guy at support. He says, now, and he basically said this. I should dig up the email. He's like, just take a minute and check your size. Make sure it's exactly that size. So I went and checked, and sure enough, it uploaded. But I, I was ready to walk away. And then sometime in December, I, you know, I get a $12 payment. And so I upped a few more. And then I get a $30 payment. So I upped a few more. And before you know it, I'm doing 100 200 300 a month. And then I took notice. And, you know, 2016, I pushed it pretty hard. And 17, I pushed it even harder, you know, branching out into some things like licensing and things like that. And, and networking, uh, me and Chris used to fight all the time. That's a little bit of a history. Uh, he bat me around like a cat and a mouse, and one day I shook his hand, and uh, a whole new world opened up for me in merch. And uh, it's been, it's been exciting. It's been fun. Interesting, interesting, interesting story. So, uh, okay, yeah, that's 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 uh, pretty amazing. So you already had the background in. Uh, 
designing and stuff like that already, right? Correct? Yeah, coming into this to do t-shirts, it wasn't a hard thing. Um, and I, that's part of it. I enjoy it. And merch just turned it into a hobby. So, I mean, I can spend 10, 12, 15, 16 hours a day doing merch and, you know, upload a thousand shirts over two days and be slammed, but be totally content with what I'm doing, just as happy as any other hobby I have. So it's kind of turned a job into something I really enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Can't you can't complain of that. So <laughs> no, absolutely. It makes a huge difference. It's always different too. You're always doing something that's, you know, something that's different. You're not necessarily doing the same thing day after day after day, even though you're working in the same business. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so uh also too, Glenn's gonna hop in at six thirty. So if you don't mind staying on, Kenny. Yeah, uh, I'll, I mean, I'll hang out. They can I'll ask us questions, whatever they need. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um yeah. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to start at. Okay. <laughs> start. That's fine. Go ahead. Oh, you're going to jump on me? All uh, right. Just- so the reason we brought Ken on is um, there is obviously a lot of talk about Merch Dojo in the groups. Um, there's been a couple of dumpster fires of threads today. <laughs> um, so I decided, you know, I'd reach out to Ken because uh, I know we have a little bit of a relationship and just basically bring him on and allow somebody that actually knows what's in the Merch Dojo, who's involved in it, tell you guys what it's about. Um, because I know we're going to get these con- these questions tonight. It's going to be full of it tonight. So um, I figured I'd rather just go to the source. Uh, what's Merch Dojo? What's Merch Dojo? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, it's it's a mix of marketing, but the underlying basis of Merch Dojo is you know you've got an uh, an outside audience. Uh, merch merch is unheard of in most areas. Uh, I know we're in our little Facebook communities, and uh, we talk merch, we eat merch, we drink merch, we sleep merch. I mean, it's all we do, it seems. And and to some point, you think some of us need to be sent off to addiction as anonymous or something, but. Outside the world of our Facebook groups and the discussion of merch, not a lot of people know about it. Um, if you've ever been to a trade show or a licensing show or something like that, you go talk to people. Nine out of ten have no clue what merch is even stand, stands for or what they do. Um, and I, th- I think the audience that you're looking at is a, a whole new wave of content creator. There's designers and artists and experts in the T-shirt business that, you know, when they latch on to something like a merch by Amazon, um, I think a lot of the people that are currently in merch that are, are kind of, you know, veterans or been a while, around a while, there's going to be a wave coming and, and the competition's going to get stiff. And if your designs aren't up to snuff, if they're, they're not top notch, if you haven't figured out keywording, if you haven't done a lot of these things, branding yourself out, um, searching out all these different ways in which to build your merch program or build your brand on the print on demand type of a, an atmosphere. I think there's some people that are gonna get caught in the wave. And and I saw that with some of the early success, even in merch, is some people just did raving numbers. They did amazing. And and a few of us sat back and said, you know what? They're kind of riding the the wave of the ocean on a surfboard, but there's a whole bunch of other surfers behind them. And and some of those people, I've seen them crash into the waves and they're no longer around. Mm-hmm. And, and people have been overtaken. And so how this leads into the whole Merch Dojo thing, and, and okay, you know what? The guys that are putting it on, they're marketing. Uh, I mean, they know how to market. And, and marketing, why do you do it? Because marketing works. Um, but when you look at our crowd um, within the Merch community, you know what? You're going to get a lot of naysayers, and you take, the, you take the lumps with it. But the content of the course itself, 
um, is really focused on this whole new batch uh, of, of an audience that have no understanding of what merch is. And it's, it takes you from the nuts and bolts of, you know, how do I even apply for an account to what are tiers, what are terms of service, uh, how, to, how to find a designer, how to do a design, how to list a design. And it's four weeks from, from those types of simple things that would bore the heck out of us right up to things like uh, for, uh, get hiring VAs, licensing, um, expanding your brand, looking at other PA, PODs. A lot of these things, if we back up um, to the first time you listed a shirt, would be completely Greek to us. We'd have no understanding what those terms mean. And it, it gives you a little different perspective on it. And um, Merch Dojo, I'll, I'll be open. Uh, me, me, myself, uh, Neil Lawson, uh, there's a number of people that are actually the, the modules of it. And I don't think that was really put out there as to who's doing some of the teaching. Right. Who is actually the people that you get to reach out with and now associate with in a private group with direct access to these people. All you saw was the face of Brian and Chris and you don't understand who's actually teaching. See, that was a big thing too though. That was like, they're, they're like Chris and was it, is it, was it Brian? 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 Okay. Yeah. They were like, um, like, who's who's brian who, like who's that person like or he just come out of nowhere and just hop i'm just gonna be honest with you who's that guy like he just hopped into the merch game and all of a sudden he knows everything that's what everybody was saying but yeah. then i'm like okay ken and neil are in there too though no one knows that that's that's the big thing no one knows that and i'm just like okay once you hear your name or and then neil's name it's like that's a different ball game that's yeah. a whole different story so <laughs> you know, and there's modules that me and Neil, I mean, we've been doing this for days. I mean, talking to ourselves against the screen and, and bringing out some of this and the basic info that, that people, I, I see the comments. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to pay anything. Uh, I can go to any of the groups and I can put in the search term and all the info is there. Yeah, you know what? It is. <laughs> yeah, it, but they it won't, is. They won't do that. Like we see every freaking day. Me and you can go find that info within minutes. But I want to back you up and say, if you had never heard of merch, if you had never heard of shirts, if you've never heard of any of this, that's all Greek to you. It's a totally different language and people aren't going to be able to figure it out. And some people will want to pay to be able to get that information put bundled and be able to say, hey, who can I talk to and get a question right now? Well, you know what? I'll tell you right now, me and Neil and some of the others, we'll go answer those questions first. Because uh, time is money, and you know I've I've spent thousands of hours working on merch. It's not easy. I think some people get the perspective uh, perspective from the merch dojo stuff that all oh, this is easy money. Well, there's some underlying to that that it's not just easy money, but is it a passive income stream? Well, I'll tell you what, I haven't uploaded a my my account for four to six weeks. Uh, sales are still rolling in and actually increasing. I might do a couple of edits. But I haven't clampered down and done my 500 uploads. I haven't even done one. Um, so there gets to a point that there is some validity to it. You build a brand and you build a, uh, a foundation on merch, and there is a pretty good passive stream there. Um, you can argue with me all you want, but my bank, bank account looks pretty good at the end of the day, and it's a lot of it's pretty passive. So, so that's that's kind of like your strategy then. So like you don't you have like. 3,000, 4,000, well, you said 5,000 designs, and then you'll upload them like all of them in one day, or how do you do that? Like, how do you go about, about stuff like that? Uh, I've got about 8,000 live right now. I had just over 1,000 fall off, um, but I've been stocking up. I mean, 
there's a lot of ways that I'm able to get designs. And uh, I think I'm sitting on close to probably 4,000 designs that I need to upload. And I've been putting it off, putting it off, because I've been dealing with some other stuff. Yeah. Um, Dojo is just one of the things, you know, recording some videos and doing interviews and things like that. But I, I've got a lot, this has turned into just a, a huge thing. And, um, you know, I, our whole family are merchers too. That's mm -hmm. the other thing. My wife, my wife has actually uploaded more to her account probably in the last two weeks than I've even looked at with my account. Heck, my son's probably uploaded more than me, and he's fourteen. So she's gonna pass you up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it's all in perspective, and and you know what? Uh, I'm pretty level-headed on some of this, and you know, you take it in stride. But uh, you know what? There's some people that are gonna get some some real value out of it, and and. The, the list of bonuses, yeah, you know what, oh, this is worth $5,000. Well, why are you selling it for 500 or 600 Well, you know what, uh, through time, things have value, and you can start bundling these things. And, you know, it's kind of like make merch. There's a good example. Uh, what's, the, what's the argument you see with make merch? Well, why would you ever pay $40 a month for make merch? Just go, go uh, get Adobe Photoshop. Okay. Well, if you've never designed a shirt, put that in front of somebody or put make merch in front of somebody. Tell me which $40 is a better value. And the same thing goes with some of these courses. Perceived value of what a course costs comes down to, you know what, do I want to spend 300 hours searching on Google and figure this out for myself? Or do I want somebody to walk me through it? And some are going to go with it and some won't, uh, you know, so that's. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the biggest complaint I've seen in the groups has to do with uh, mostly the message that we saw from Brian and Chris, the, the perception that it was easy. Um, yeah. And I, I understand that Brian is a marketer and Chris is a marketer. I felt more like Brian's marketing to me than Chris's, I'll be honest with you. But uh, that, that was the biggest complaint that I saw overall, um, which, you know. Sometimes I can see where people are coming from there, you know, it's of course, you know, it's kind of like the comment about Kim, you know, why would you bring in Kim with her eclipse shirt? And she's no student and she didn't make $40,000 off of learning anything from this. Well, if you actually understood Kim, she's had a long term relationship with Chris and has followed a lot of the things and the advice Chris has given her and has a day to day chat going on. I, I mean, where do some of these people get their advice? It's not in the Facebook groups. It's because they have a network group of saying, hey, I've got this question. I'm going to go ask Ken. Right. And Ken will give me an answer in the next two minutes. But that's part of climbing up the network tree. And, um, you know, when, when some of these great things happen, that's just simply the way it is. Uh, I mean, I, I'm in a couple of network groups with you guys. You know how I am in some mm -hmm. of those groups. I'm much different than I am in some of the public Facebook groups. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just it's black and white. So. Right. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of scale, too, right? Like, you've got 8,000 voices calling you in Facebook versus 20. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something else. And I'll tell you, if you're not doing the networking, I've, I've caught a couple of people here. Uh, the last asked me anything I did, I said, you know, networking is key, even with merch. And if you haven't realized that, start reaching out, even to some of these big names that you might see in merch, and just drop them a message and, and say, hey, I got a simple question. Not give me a template. Not give me the way you did it, but ask me a question and go do the work yourself, and I'll help you out with that. But don't ask me for a template, because if you want a template and me to write it out for you, go sign up for the course, and I'll give you all the time you want. You know, and that's just that's the way it works. So how about how about your niches? Can you can you tell us all your niches? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll give you a whole list. You know, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you what my niches are. 
the things that I I enjoy. Okay. Things that interest me that turns into my niche because I'll tend to go learn about it. I'll, I'll I'll dive into it. I'll learn about the colors. I'll learn you know it'll be something that I'll actually go down and buy because I want to be part of it. It's a hobby. It's a job. It's an interest. And so you have a better understanding of a niche when you go into it rather than. I need to go attack these 50 niches and I need a VA to make me designs for all these 50. And half the time your colors are wrong, your design is wrong. Uh, this is something that's really cool. Uh, do you know Jose Fernandez? Yeah. You've yeah. probably seen, he, he works full time in the industry. I mean, he, he sits all day long and designs for people like Target and Walmart and Nicole's and, and they have the trend software in front of them that they pay thousands of dollars for. Well, he comes home from, from work and he already knows the color Walmart wants for the shirt. They know the color of the designs. They know what's trending with teens. They know what's trending with adults. But that gives you such a perspective when you hit a niche, mm -hmm. if you understand that. And, and people need to understand it that way. Um, there's certain niches I go into. I look at the designs. I say, yeah, somebody's going to look at the, that and say, what a complete noob. They don't even understand what the lingo is. And uh, so, if, you know, niches, that's, that's what it comes down to, stuff that I enjoy and you can do well at so interesting that's uh jose he told he's the one that told me he's the first one that told me to actually design out like 90, 90 days out design start designing 90 days out for a trend because i know he attacks trends pretty good too because he'll do they have like 200 live shirts and 100 sales in a day i'm like yeah. how you do that <laughs> but see now you got a guy that is very good at that he, he's going to be killer when he starts hiring some vas i saw him mention i got to start outsourcing Oh boy, you get him outsourcing and he's going to be like the art director and he's going to be like the trend director. And, and this is what I'm warning people about is don't sit on your laurels right now. There's some, some work. And yeah, that goes against the dojo thing, passive, passive, passive. No, there's some work to get to that point. But realistically, how hard did you work for your first thousand dollars on merch? How, how, how hard did you work in the sun or sling a shovel to make that money versus a typical job? I mean, uh, some people will hit a trend, some will hit a holiday, and boom, in comes the cash. Some will work on their niches, they'll work on a Facebook group, they'll work on Instagram, they'll go get an influencer. Um, I, I mean, the one example, yeah, there's people doing seven figures. And then they'd say, well, that's not true because I never saw their shirts on the BSR. You know why? Because they're doing it on private links, their own marketing. Uh, that these real things are happening. Do you think his million dollars in shirts is going to take up print capacity over your St. Patrick's Day Drunk Lives Matter shirt? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, these these are concepts that people have to understand and start to grasp because the wave is coming into the shore and you're just going to get swept away. You know, it's going to get big. March will get big. Yeah. International, new products, all these fun things, you know. And, you know, they're going through growing pains. They're like an alpha company. Um, but people will get swept away if they're not holding on to the train handle. So somebody said, uh, do I make shirts for holidays? I do, but I suck at holidays. <laughs> that's, that's pretty interesting. That's some good stuff right there. So it just. Here, here's a concept about holidays, though, and trends. If you're not putting your hook in the water, you're not going to hit the Powerball. I do, too. Right. I, I can strike out all day long at holidays and trends, but I'm still going to put up 10 or 20 percent of my shirts are going to be holidays and trends because every so often somebody throws out an eclipse shirt or a trend hits and blows up and millionaires are made off of trend shirts off of single shirts. 
that's something to realize. That's that's a very true reality. So. Okay. How many? How many? If you don't mind me asking, how many products have you sold all time on your account? If you don't mind. Uh, I showed that this morning on the little video. Oh, you did? I didn't on, even want to. on this account, forty thousand. Forty thousand. He has like six more accounts, everybody. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. Um, but there are some things that I won't talk about that are very real within merch. And um, all you got to go do is go take a look at Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> all right. Then, okay. go, look at, go look at Shane Dawson's listings mm-hmm. and go look and see if you see any things that says design by. And it'll give you an idea to some of the other stuff going on in merch. Okay. Interesting. Everybody's going to. So go do design by. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what's your uh, your pricing like? What, what's your pricing strategy, Mike? Do you have any? I'm high. I, I'm high. I go in high. I tend to uh, hit niche niches at a higher price point because I think that I'm going in with better designs. I can match their keywords, but I'll go in with better designs and and beat them at their own niche. I'm not a low baller. Um, even if something's going to fall off, I'm not going to drop it to thirteen dollars just to get a sale. I'll let it drop and let it put a new fresh listing up. So. Okay. Right. You see, uh, Young's in the chat. I wanted you to send him a link, Arthur. Uh, I don't mean. Where's he at? Let's see. Let's get him in here. I don't want to talk to Young. I know he might get us all sick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Young's my bud. Got them right. cooties. Let me get him. Were there any questions there they were talking about that people wanted? Or uh, Mary had a question. Uh, she was talking about her sales have been down. Hasn't been working merch, but other PODs. But she asked, "Do you recommend updating or refreshing our listings?" I, I do it all the time. Since the beginning, I've done it. Uh, I'll look at my keywords. I'll freshen things up. I'll cut things down. I'll change titles. Um, I'll go through entire niches and just change all the keywords. So, um, what makes you do that, though? Like, what, what do you see? What do you see that makes you want to change a keyword or uh, refresh a listing? If you don't. Um, I'm trying to evaluate now if there's as much of a benefit. I I still feel there's a benefit. Some people say, oh, there's no freshness thing. I still tend to believe there is a freshness thing. Everybody gets a chance at the page one, and you have to be able to show up with the contrast of your design. If people aren't going to click when Amazon actually shows your shirt, then you're going to go back to page 50. But um, I think there's still some beauty in changing your brand and changing um, your keywords. You know, maybe take a whole niche and focus it off to another set of keywords. And and people ask about keywords. Keywords take me no more than maybe five minutes to write up for a niche for 100 shirts. Uh, I Very simple. I, I go after three or four main keywords, and it's worked for me so far, hasn't it? Yeah. And then as far as far as the keywords too, like, so how do you, let's say, how do you, how would you go after like a, a low? Well, let me give you this affiliate link. It's called Merch Dojo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share everything with you there. No. Uh, so <laughs> how do I go after keywords? Hey guys, this is Merch Dojo for free, everybody. So if you guys <laughs> want this, right, just listen in. How do I go for keywords? You're asking, right? Yeah, how would you go for keywords if you don't mind me asking? Um, just knowledge of the niche and honestly, the auto filler on Amazon. I don't use Merchant Words. I really don't even go search my words on Merchant Former. You know, Neil will hear that and slam me. But um, I don't know. I go do stuff that I enjoy and that I know, and I already know what the keywords are. I think like a buyer. 
you know, what a buyer type in. And then, of course, you've got your long tail stuff, like somebody's going to see a shirt and see a phrase and say, oh, I got to go find that phrase. But, you know, slide that one into your bullets for the most part. You're looking at three or four different keywords. So, Right. We got uh, Young and Glenn in the house right now. Welcome, guys. guys. How's it going? What's up, man? What's going on, man? Nothing much. You got the all-star. You got Kenny in here. You got Ken. Sifu Ken. <laughs> Young Real. I heard you're my son now. Hey, dude. Coming you know for a this weekend? I, you know what? I think we do somewhat resemble each other, right? We have eyes. We have a nose and a, and a, and a mouth. So, yeah. So. I took Ancestry.com. I've got some Asian background in me. I knew you guys, it. You guys are both. It. You guys are both gigantic smartasses. I mean, it's not a family. My, my, my mom's been denying it for all these years, but the truth comes out. Yeah. Hey, for, by the way, man, I'm sorry for you know. I have to, I have to apologize, man. Dude, I, my allergies are really bad right now, so I, I almost didn't even make it on the show. They, uh, they're trying to figure out where's your uh, picture at. Everybody's like, where you? Where you at? It's like a picture from like the '80s. Look how young this guy was. <laughs> oh yeah, huh, that's a good-looking guy. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Good choice, young. Good choice. Put the best face forward. Thank you. Thank oh. you. But uh, what's going on, man? First minute into the show, Glenn. <laughs> uh, no, man, just chilling. Uh, over here, uh, picking Ken's brain about uh their merch dojo and just trying to shed some good light on it make sure no, there's enough negativity going on today there's email oh, negativity God, there's yeah, whatever facebook group yeah. negativity and just trying to knock that out the way and just yeah you know what i just you know you know what just one thing about that is um and i was telling you guys in the chat you know if you guys don't like being marketed to just don't even leave your house right because we're, <laughs> because no seriously if you think about it we're being marketed to every freaking day, right? From the point that we wake up and when we commute, we're constantly being marketed to. So if you guys don't like being marketed to, just don't leave the house. Just stay in your house, stay in your room, and just stay there. <laughs> don't turn on your Pandora for free, right? Yeah, right? I mean, it's just, ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, there's some of these comments and the things that I read online, it's just like, uh, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it, but um, how how hey, how are you guys doing as far as numbers? I think my numbers are making a comeback. This is like my first time that I went over a hundred shirts in the last seven days since uh, St. Patty's Day. Have you filled your slots yet, Young? Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, you always give me crap about that. Why, <laughs> dude? I, every time, every time. My sales are low. Well, fill your slots. No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, you know what? I've I've been good though, Dad, because uh. uh <laughs> Uh, I, I, I have been filling in my slot. Try <laughs> uh, laying down in bed right now. That's why you're not on the camera, huh? Hey, you know, I, I, I wish I was in bed right now, man. Get your Hello Kitty blanket on. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Spreading rumors. <laughs> no. no but yeah, okay. man, I, I, think, I think my numbers are going back up uh, slightly, so, so things, are, things are looking good. That's good. Yeah. You, uh, you want to hit us with the last seven days, if you don't mind? Oh, yeah. It's, um, you know what? I would have to log in. So if you just bear with me then. Yeah. Um, talk to Glenn for a second. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Come over, taking over already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Glenn, uh, so wanna, I already uh, said my last seven days earlier in the show. So if you want to. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, last... mine's, mine's 2,900. I just looked at it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm making, I'm putting the pressure on uh, Glenn and Young now. <laughs> All right, Come on, boys. Welcome um, to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what up? I got a uh, six thousand in royalties last seven days. So what are your numbers? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so my last seven days is a uh, hundred and three uh, for an estimated royalty of five hundred and eighteen. Nice. Get that money. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to be like my dad here. <laughs> All right, let's let Glenn speak up. Same thing. Uh, mine's like at 503. So, um, yeah, we were, uh, last time we talked on the podcast, I know Young took like a huge hit. Mine was like, mine dropped, and then now we're like trying to get back up there again. So, yeah, I'm like the 500 royalties for the last seven days. Cool, cool. And also, too, recently you just, uh, maybe, oh, like two months ago, you probably hit 100K. And royalties all time too is right right yeah yeah went over that um so i'm like yeah a little bit over that maybe like 110,000, i guess since since i joined and um yeah the numbers have been kind of going down a little bit so i'm trying to just keep them keep them steady so we'll see but, yeah. oh wait wait hold on hey you know what <laughs> now that we have ken and glenn on the show at uh, together ken Glenn what? says, Glenn swears that when he got suspended, it had to do with an IP address issue. Oh. Do you believe that's the case? I I don't know the particulars of his IP addresses. Um, See, I think Glenn was making Black Panther shirts. <laughs> that's what I think. Or Dilly Dilly. See, so so, so somebody here is lying. Meowica shirts. Is that the one, Meowica? Meowica, what is that? That was our, our boy. Uh, uh, it's an old joke. Yeah, we, we won't we won't bring up names, but uh, there was <laughs> there was a long thread last year around Meowica. If you guys look it up in the big thread. Oh big no, thread. no 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 no! I remember now. I remember. I'll um, ask. I'll ask. Yeah, ask because because uh, uh, Glenn swears, and and this is you know you know odd jokes aside, Glenn and and I trust Glenn, right? Mm -hmm. But Glenn absolutely swears like it has nothing to do with his um. Um, um, his designs, but something to do with um, the IP address. Yeah, I, I mean, I you guys have heard this from me already. I mean, I, the number one danger they said to to put out to the community is the danger of using VAs. And that's mm -hmm. not to say VAs are banned. Like everybody reads the TOS and oh, I can't have a VA. No, it's not that. It's the danger of using designs from VAs. And, mm -hmm. and I've seen it. People are getting stung because they don't right. check what the VA gives them and it goes up. So I, I don't know. That's the number one thing. Number two, IPs. Um, I don't see how that can happen unless something really weird's going on because, I mean, it's definitely not a case of multi-use IPs because, I mean, we got five different accounts in the house here and everybody's logging in on the same computers back and forth. And, you know, whether it's a VA that might have logged in from the Philippines for you versus the U.S., I don't know. But, I mean, Glenn, I doesn't use, but Glenn doesn't use a VA. Um, he, he He's a one-man operation like I am. So, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think Glenn was doing some shady stuff. I, yeah, I think he needs to come clean. It, he needs <laughs> to come clean in front of us. He's wearing a Black Panther shirt, isn't he? He is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll ask. I yeah, mean, it's, yeah. it's a simple question. Um, I talked to the content policy and asked the question. Say, so have you seen IP 
uh, terminations. So, okay. Interesting. I might w might have some answers. Did anybody see the post in the Chris's big group the other day? I asked a question about if you could ask one question of merch, what would it be? Well, you got you got my response to that, right? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. If you haven't gone there, go over there and post what it is, because I'm going to go through and make kind of a hit list, top list, yeah. and I'm going to pose those questions. And I've been told that I can get some answers. So, cool, cool. Um, All right. Well, I, uh, Glenn. Uh, so, so what do you like? What do you? We have a design background. You want to tell us a little bit about you? We kind of know a little bit about Young already. He already took over the show for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, no, he's pretty much taking up all the airwaves. So let's look on top. interviewed him already in the past, and then <laughs> now he's back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, uh, I have a YouTube channel, Hustler Hacks, and um, started on merch probably like two, two, three months in. I didn't upload anything because I was like Q4 mode, like, you know, FBA, trying to, you know, get a bunch of. Um, you know, toys and all that for Christmas time. So and then once January hit, I was like into into merch mode and then um, started off made like a first hundred bucks and then like 300 and then it started just kind of growing from there. And um, uh, yeah, so Min Young, Merch Minds Podcast, uh, we started that. I think, uh, I t well, Young came to El Paso in a rare occasion and he was like, I told him about, about merch and, uh, you know, he hadn't heard about it or really was like kind of interested in it. And then, I was telling him like the money I was making and all of a sudden Yang was like all in. So Yang was like, oh yeah, let me get in this. And then he started making shirts, all that. So I have a design background, went to school for graphic design. And um, yeah, I hadn't really gotten into any other like print on demand, like platforms. Like, you know, I heard about Redbubble and some of the other ones, but with merch, it's just like, yeah, this opportunity is like too good to be true. You know, just all the traffic Amazon has and then everything they're providing and then um, you're pretty much using, you know, their, you know, crazy expensive printers. So, uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been good ever since. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Cause once you, once you like, well, when I first came on the scene, like I heard about you too, as well, I was like, I looked at your YouTube channel and it just, it's a, uh, it's a pretty entertaining channel. It's like one of the best channels out there in my personal opinion, because you put content every single day, you're showing people how you're hustling multiple streams of income and you're just showing people like how you're doing it. So it's like one of the realest YouTube channels out there. So I'll give you props for that. Appreciate that. Yeah. I got, I got to like, uh, I'm still selling on eBay. So even though I was like doing good on merch, I didn't quit like the whole eBay side. Cause um, you know, having multiple streams, so making money from YouTube, eBay merch, and then I help out my family business. So it's kind of like a mixture of all of them. And yeah, I like doing them. So I did, I was like, I'm not going to just, you know, quit just cause merch is doing well. I just wanted to keep it going and, you know, teach people on eBay too. Nice. How about you, Young? How, how's it going over there? Oh, I'm struggling. <laughs> struggling. Put down the wine. Huh? Put down the wine. Did you, get, did you get our Airbnb yet? Hey, you shut your damn mouth, okay? <laughs> this dude. Hey, let me tell you something, man. We're supposed to. We're supposed to do that California meetup next weekend, and RJ reaches out to me, and I was like, yo, man, let's get an Airbnb. I'm like, let's do it. And then he's like, oh, I can't stay two nights. I'm like, what, you think I'm going to go down there for, like, just one day or something, man? I'm going to go down there for, like, two nights, man. Let's get an Airbnb together. All right, okay. Well, I'll stay the two nights just because you so showed up. All right, we'll, we'll get on. <laughs> we'll do it. For real? All right. All right. When are you guys coming to Vegas? Well, for sure we'll be there in May. I know that. Um, 
I'm coming you, in May too as well. Yeah. I'll be there in May. Cool. Listen, See listen, May. Uh, no, just a get together in Vegas. Young's here. Young's here. Be quiet. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, I'll be there in May too. So we'll see you guys there. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be there in May. I'll send, <laughs> I'll send you a DM right after this. Hey, I'll be there in May too, man. <laughs> PM me for the details. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Let's, let's, young, what's uh? What's going? Are you seeing the in increase in sales and everything? Everything's going good for you. Um, yeah. So things, so things are slowly coming back. It seems like, um, which is good. Um, I don't know if this is just a, um, you know, just a, uh, just like a couple of day thing, but um, it seems like it's coming back up. So that's good. Um, I'm, you know, every day I'm just doing research. I'm designing. You know, I'm I'm outsourcing some of my designs now. So. Um, I'm filling up my slots, not, you know, I'm not filling up like my, you know, like the, the, the whole hundred slots, but I'm, I'm, I'm filling up enough to like slowly, uh, uh, see some results. Nice, nice. Okay. You feel, you feel good about, uh, you feel good about outsourcing? Cause I know at first you weren't outsourcing at all, but how, how you're. Are you like yeah. Well, see, the thing about outsourcing is, like, I was like, I never want to outsource an uploader, right? Because I just don't feel comfortable giving a stranger my account. Like, my my, my account is just so valuable to me. I just um, like I don't mind outsourcing for designs, though. Um, so, so I've been outsourcing for designs. Um, I'm still doing my designs, um, and I'm spending a lot of time researching. Dude, I'll be at work researching, and you know, that's something I shouldn't be doing, but you know, I do it anyway. <laughs> They're paying on the big bucks to to do research for merch. Lock himself yeah. in the in the room and drink wine. Go get lunch <laughs> off I, my I, brother. I've done that before. Huh? Go get lunch off my brother. That's right, dude. You're. I keep forgetting that your brother. Um, your brother works there. Yeah, he's at Slack. Yeah, I, I think I've emailed him one time, and uh, I completely he ignored you. I, no, thought no, it was spam. I, I, I yeah. forgot about that, and, and I was like, I gotta go by and tell him, Uncle, buy me lunch. And he was like, What the hell is going on here? <laughs> tell him you got this deal on Merch Dojo. Oh, yeah, boy, absolutely. Say, so, Hey, buy me. I forgot that your brother's there, Ken. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, so I definitely have to reach out to him. Nice. So, Glenn, I know uh, you obviously had the adventure with uh, the suspension earlier this year, and you said you had dropped, you know, quite a few designs. Um, have you been able to get some of that back? I know you've got obviously a ton of stuff going on. Like, how do you divide your day up to actually find time to do all the things you do? Uh, so lately, my brother's been helping me with the designs. So he's a graphic designer as well, and I've been um, paying him. So he's been helping with designs only for like the last like month and a half or so. So uh, that's been helping me get a little bit more. Um, so now I'm at like 3000 designs, a little bit over, um, that's helped me a little bit. Um, I was doing good on a couple of designs that were, um, they were kind of like, just kind of like cheesy birthday oriented stuff, but they started selling pretty good for a good while. And then when the, uh, um, suspension happened, then that was like 30 days. So during that time I was just, you know, focused more on eBay at the time and the channel trying to get. I'm trying to get like six videos a week. So spending more time like with YouTube and, and eBay. And then once I came back and I was like, all right, I can get more of the outsourcing done. Um, so it's more just kind of like uh, I have certain days that I'll go sourcing for eBay, certain days that I'm going to make sure I 
get my designs in for merch and then the youtube part isn't isn't too hard especially like live videos i mean you don't have to do mm -hmm. any edits there and so that kind of helps a little bit um divide that time but um for the most part yeah i'm just kind of like i'm like shipping at night or just it's pretty much all the time i mean i like doing all of them so it's doesn't feel like work but it's pretty cool just e-commerce in general and not having to right i came from the you know like the you know job part of just like yeah done done doing that stuff and yeah, you're for doing sure. six videos a week on YouTube, and he's like, he's putting out nothing but like good content too. It's like what he found. Today. So if you guys are trying to start like an eBay business or something like that, that's yeah. like the perfect YouTube channel to watch. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he may, he puts me and RJ to shame because like we have a hard time putting out one, or in my case, putting out like one a month. Yeah, I will be honest with you too. I try to put out a YouTube video. I'm like, man, fuck this. I can't. Do that. <laughs> So, have you guys done reselling? I think RJ, you, I think you said you've done reselling in the past, right? Yeah, on FBA and then on. Oh, I drop shit, drop shipped on eBay. Uh huh. How about how about um, uh, Ken, Ken and Matt? Have you guys done any of that in the past? We uh, we got into this whole adventure by uh, by selling books. That's that's how we did it. And then my wife hated it so much that when uh, we yeah. found out about merch, we moved on to something else. Yeah. My first foray into Amazon is merch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, books is is it's kind of difficult because you get heavy after you get after you stack like about ten of them to start getting really heavy. <laughs> yeah, I so. don't know. But books is like I think it's just uh, too much time. A lot of time. A lot of time. A lot so, of but, time. But if you like doing it, hey, you like doing it. So it's a good, it's a good way in. Like the the ROI on books is really good. It's just yeah. it's a lot of time. Yeah, can you guys do me a favor too? Give the video a thumbs up and share it, please. There's a hundred people watching, thirty nine likes. Thank you, love you. That yeah. one dislike from Young, so uh, <laughs> he takes it back. No, you know what? If that was me, that would be like the, that'd be the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, uh, what's your take on uh, outsourcing, Glenn? Like, how do you feel about that? Because I know, like, also too, like you do really good designs as well. Uh, what's your take on that? Like, how do you feel about outsourcing designs and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, me and Young are pretty much like on the same case when it comes to that stuff because we just appreciate like good design. I mean, if you have a good designer that you can trust and what they're doing, you're making sure you're getting like, you know, original designs, you're not getting copycats and you can't, or these people aren't delivering. Like, I get people that are just like, I've been waiting, you know, seven days for a design. I got nothing. Now it's like 10 days later. I know where my designer went or they're not following through with like putting in the full work. Um, so, I mean, me and Young, I mean, we're all for it as long as you have a, you know, trusty designer that you've been working with and also that you're, you know, you're paying them well too. You know, you're, you're, uh, they might give you a good deal, but from time to time they're helping you out. You're giving them little bonuses here and there and appreciating their, their designs. It's pretty much, you know, kind of like we feel about it. You, you know, you know, one thing I never understood why, and I know people have not done this even though me and glenn have talked about talked about this on so you know on so many channels and, and and just so many times now is we always tell people reach out to your local university and you can hire students you know f f you know at a cheap rate and they do really good work because they're trying to build up the portfolio yeah but for some reason people just don't do it go to a junior, uh, go to a junior art class talk to the um, professor and go see what students want to license their art for you. Or or, 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 or even just call the administrative office. Like when yeah. I was in college, I used to see flyers all the time in the hallways. And this is something Glenn and I talked about in private. 
like we used to like I used to see flyers all the time in the hallways, or, you know, looking for designers, you know, twelve dollars an hour or something like that. It, you know, just um, but I don't, I don't I tell people that all the time, and no one's to the, no one to this day, at least not that I know of, has done that. I'm like these are they're good design, you know. Good, you know, you get great designers at a great uh, uh, rate doing original work, but people don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. that. Well, and that's another thing too with outsourcing. Like, you're not gonna just post a go to like Fiverr and just randomly find like a or like any type of uh, freelancing website and find like a top designer. You're not going to find them on the first try. You got to look for them. It takes exactly. time, like a week or so, or even like two weeks just of interviewing people just to figure out who's good and who's not good or something like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I, I like, I got over like a hundred applications and I actually went through all of them and then I went through like 30 of them. And then I seen one, like, I was like, wow, this guy's good right here. And mm. took like a week, a week, me and him going back and forth, and he finally gave in. He's like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it also depends on what kind of what kind of style you're looking for, right? I mean, when I think graphic design, just in general, that's that's just a general term, right? Like, there's different styles of graphic design, right? There's, uh-huh. you know, there's there's just lettering, there's there's um, 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 packaging, you know, there's typography, there's so many different elements. Like, what kind of specific style are you looking for, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, ask yourself that, and then you know, if if you want someone who's more of an illustrator, I would say go do that. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just like, like people always trying to do it the cheap route, and you know, I get it. But at the same time, it's like just you know, do your research. Like, what what do you want? Ask yourself that. You know, a a, a good thing would be um, good example would be uh, um, what's that guy's name? Manny uh, Manny Panetta. That we met in Merchant. Yeah, 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 man. Right. I was yeah, talking yeah. to Manny, and you know, he has a design background, and he was saying, you know, he d- he does a lot of packaging, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's he was saying that he and, and he showed me some of his stuff, and then the really good stuff. Like he showed me some of his portfolio, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. But you know, he's still trying to get used to the whole T-shirt side of the, of doing design. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Right. Well, we've got uh, we have three graphic designers on here because both me and RJ are like we're amateurs compared to you guys. So, like, what do you guys think makes a good design on merch? Like, what's the if you had to pick a couple of qualities, what really helps a design stand out? Good question. Contrast. Uh, I mean, I would say. Oh, was that? Go ahead. I don't know. I was just gonna say for sure. I mean, something that's gonna. I mean clean bowl that you can read it i think a lot of the times people that want to like buy something are looking at it through mobile and if if it's something that's you know crammed up and you can't even really see what it says or, or what they're even trying to do on mobile they're just going to keep on going keep on going and scrolling i mean what are you going to do to try to get someone's attention i mean also just using like the right colors so your your shirts aren't lost in like the background of the actual t-shirt or something i've seen a lot of those and they're just going to get lost in there. No one's really going to, you know, pay attention to it. So um, I would really think probably like on the mobile side of it, something that's clean, bold, you can read it, and they're really going to get someone's attention because you only have a couple of seconds. They're really going to see it. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one because uh, coming from a sign background and the sign business, you need to learn what stands out on the street, what's going to catch an eyeball, and we use what's called the three-second rule. If you yeah. drive up the street, um, take a look at the signs on the street as you drive now. Ask yourself which signs caught your eye, right? 
and you got three seconds to get the message and make an impulse decision. It's no different on T-shirts with search on Amazon. Um, have a friend. You get a search result. I tell people this. Get a search result that has three or four of your shirts on that page. Don't tell your friend which ones they are and have them scroll like a buyer, which takes you three or four seconds, right? And then have them tell you which three or four shirts stood out to you. Mm, and if your shirts aren't one of those, you fail. Have a few friends do it. Have people that trust do it. I've got a guy at night that I chat with all the time, and I'll throw in my links all the time. And he, he's gotten to the point now that he knows my style, so he can pick them out. But if, if he didn't find my shirts on that front page, that page that I give him, how are customers going to see your stuff? So right. I get comments about how big should my design be? Well, you got to design to your niche, but me, my general rule of thumb is bigger is better is bolder. You know, more contrast. Pro what Glenn said, pop proper colors, proper layout. I mean, 80, 90% of the stuff you see on merch is just absolute trash, and I'm not sure why people look at it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, th and there's nothing wrong with just typed shirts, but again, you know, we talked about typography in the past, right? Like, let me give you guys a good example. It's like I made a shirt that was, you know, just all text, but I did a lot of research going into it, like choosing the proper font, and the shirts that I sell, you know, like within a few days, there's like freaking 50 other shirts just like it, but they're just using random fonts. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You guys are trying to copy my shirts, but I at least have the common decency to at least do some research. I mean, there's a reason why I chose that font, right? But they're like just choosing random stuff. And I'm like, there's a reason why your stuff isn't selling. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that, Ken, from, from your sign business. Of course. Right? Of course. Yeah. Good stuff and bad stuff, and there's a lot to learn. Yeah, I, I don't know nothing about designing, so uh, I have no two cents to put in there. Hey, RJ was talking about how he was a designer since he got the overwrap, so I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just uh, they said uh, basically they said go to Google, Google, screenshot, and turn up the contrast on the edit part, and then you got a good design. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Uh huh. <laughs> so what? Glenn, when it comes to uh, picking out like the designs that you're doing, what are you doing for research? Is it more like just stuff that you see during your everyday? Or are you doing stuff, you know, searching on Merchant Former for Amazon? You're just doing stuff that you want to do? Um, I try to do like a good mix of like, um, I want to go like deeper into certain niches to make sure I always have those like, it's like a mixture between those and then of course like the trending ones. So when the trending ones, when the trade, you know, like that trend kind of fades out, then I have the ones in the back already from certain, you know, niches and trying to like combine certain ones that, you know, like uh, I know a lot of people have birthday and teachers and very generic, but when you start crossing, you have like, you know, a specific target that you're looking for. Then those are the ones seem to be doing a lot better compared to just like a general teacher shirt. Right. Um, so trying to like do the niches and cross niches and then mix with the trending designs. And I never really used to do like a lot of like merchant former um, in the beginning. I think I didn't use it for like a whole like year or something. And when I did, I was like, open my ass, like a totally different thing. So now really going into just like the trending part of it, I'll use merchant former for that. But for the niches, we kind of just, um, just kind of have my own list. I try to want to just go back and forth and, and kind of like, you know, mess around with stuff and see. Right. Now, Ken, like, I know that you say sometimes you have a hard time doing trends, but I also know that, like, you've crushed a couple of them since I've known you. Like, are you just taking something out of the news? Like, how are you finding those those trends? Oh, it's everything. I, I mean, it's it's being a, a dick to merch. I mean, it's – look at uh, – uh, Yahoo is a good one. 
it's funny how much news comes up on Yahoo that's kind of different than other news. BuzzFeed, I mean, just Google Trends. Click on your Facebook trends. Um, it's just having the ability to pull out a stupid phrase that's made or something you see on the street or just that you get an inkling for. Like, oh, I'll tell you, solar eclipse was just kind of a, I got a funny feeling that might take off because here I'm at a coffee shop and people are talking about the eclipse and Walmart's got a big rack of glasses going up. And I'm like, I go check merch and it's, wow, there's 10 designs here. This could be interesting. Of course, the rest is history, but yeah. it's anything like last year. I crushed it pretty good with St. Patrick's day this year. Not so much, but Hey, you know, like I said, it's hooks in the water. If you don't buy the Powerball ticket, you're never going to hit the Powerball, and that's what right. things are about. Yeah, I mean, if you don't take a swing, you can't put the ball in play. Yeah. So, uh, Glenn, uh, what's your pricing strategy? How do you how do you go about all this stuff? Like when you list something on merch. Um, even when I first started, I was always around kind of like the you know seventeen ninety nine range, and then until you know me and Yang were talking more and more, he's like, "Dude, it's too cheap, nineteen ninety nine and over." And at first I was like, nah, we'll see. And then I'll, now I'm just like with the price, you know, total different, like difference now is like 535 or whatever you're making. I was like, yeah, I got to go 1999 and above. So now I'm like really trying to increase the prices on everything. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, I've been having a lot of shirts that have been selling at uh, 2299 and they've been selling. So 2299 um, um, standard? Standard, standard. Jeez. And then I have a premium too at twenty one ninety nine. I'm pretty sure Ken has some at a uh, thirty six ninety nine standard shirts. <laughs> my first ten shirts on merch were thirty six ninety nine that sold. Oh, my first sales. I thought thirty to forty dollars was a good price. So, um, something they sold. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, apparently I'm gonna have to list some shirts at forty. <laughs> well, um, not anymore. That's what you I'm don't. saying. Yeah. What do you uh? What's your what? What do you list the prices at now, uh, Ken? Uh, I'm holding a line with about three quarters of mine. It's 19.99. I've pushed a few of them up into the higher range to maintain the the uh, the margin from before the royalty drop. But right now I'm kind of there's too many as I see it glitches going on. You just came through quarter four. Got all kinds of stuff happening with merch, with search, with AMS, and I'm just kind of saying, hey. I'll take my lumps and I just want to keep my BSRs, keep my sales, and then I'll start jacking them up from there. So, Gotcha. Now, uh, are you guys doing anything on AMS, uh, Glenn, Young, Ken? I am. Yeah, yeah, I, I do AMS. Yeah. I was doing up till I think I had like, I don't know, three or 400 like ads and then it just like completely froze. Like it just couldn't even, I couldn't even do anything anymore. And then I was just like, man, I got frustrated with it. And then now they're just like there. And I was like, I didn't even get that many. Compared to like you know the Jersey guys, that's probably why you wrote you, you like, oh, those guys were ridiculous with it, man. Yeah, you don't want to see Anthony's dashboard. Like it takes him forty five minutes for that thing to even like load. His entire computer freezes. <laughs> I, I was sitting next to him uh, at the conference, and then he pulls up his AMS. He's like, "Check this out, man! I got like seven thousand five hundred ads going." I was like, "How did you spending?" He's like, "I want to see." I was like, "No, nah, it's okay, it's okay." But he's pretty open. He showed me his like his top selling design. I was like, man, I don't want to show them my top selling design, but wait up. And then he showed it to me, and I was like, oh, you know what? Here, sure, here, here you go. Hmm. So, and we got uh, we got Glenn coming out to uh, to Glendale for a meetup. Uh, was it next week, Glenn? Uh, no, I mean, uh, Young. Yeah. I'm sorry, Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I was, I was gonna go see if we can get Glenn to come out for it. 
No, I asked him. What was his response? Glenn, what was your response? <laughs> uh, I am going to go. I'm supposed to go to uh, Miami and Tampa next month. And then so I told him, like, I got to see the flights on it. I know I checked. It wasn't too bad, but I got to double check. I got to see. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's that. I mean, that's such a short flight for me. I'm, you know, within within an hour. I'll be there. So, um, and my, you know, I told you guys, my, my parents live in Orange County, so mm -hmm. I'm down that way pretty often. So, um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, so, so whenever I'm down there, I'll definitely uh, let you guys know in advance. Have you stayed at an Airbnb before? Oh yeah, man. I'm like, oh, okay. dude, man. I stayed with an Airbnb with Glenn a couple of times now. Dude's always coming in my room and farting on my bed for some reason. Dude, I'm like, farting his pillow. Right before he sleeps on it. Like, yo, dude, that's uh, that's just wrong. And then, and then, and then the next morning, I woke up early so I could get him back. I went into, I was trying to go into his room, and he had his door locked. <laughs> like, Why are you locking your door, dog? You try, try to bring some wine into his room? Something, huh? <laughs> nah, okay. Uh, well, um, let's uh, let's want to get into these questions. Yeah, let's do it. Throw some questions up in the chat. Let's see. We've probably got some in here anyways. Uh, if you guys got any questions, let's let's get them asked. There was one, oh there was one in the actual Facebook group, wasn't there? I do not know. I can't see the questions, so you're gonna have to let us know. Yeah, yes. we'll read them off to you. Okay. Must be nice. I know. <laughs> Are you sitting at your computer desk, young? Yeah, man. You think I'm on the toilet or something? What the? What do you think I'm I don't know with you, bro. Like, uh, I'm looking at this picture of you, like in a closet somewhere. Cooking. You cooking in the kitchen right now? That's why you can't get on the. No, man. I'm dude. Every time I mute myself, I'm sneezing. Okay. <laughs> Here's a good question. Neil from Merch Informer sold his merch business on Empire Flippers. Curious if any of you guys see yourself selling your merch business in the future. Dude, I've been trying to get Glenn to sell his. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, not right? Black Panther no. shirts, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what I told Glenn. I was like, dude, why don't you sell your account and then have Gigi, his wife, open up another account? That's what I told him. And then I had my uh, my friend also had it. So my friend had an account. That's why we thought about the IP thing because he came over and then we logged into his account. We were like, you know, working on his and then. Um, when I first started thinking about selling it, I was thinking about selling it at like the highest point when I was doing the best. And then after that, the numbers are just like slowly like going down and then they went back up and then down again. Um, but if you would have sold it, like probably like when Neil first sold some of the other ones, I think you probably got more than you maybe get now if it's, you know, somewhat just making it or a little bit less, but I'll, I'll sell you mine. <laughs> yeah. How much is that going to cost? Hey, you probably don't want to hear the number. <laughs> my account's for sale right now, five hundred thousand cash. Well, then I mine just that. went to seven fifty. Eight hundred. Oh man. Okay, so when you guys find a new niche, okay, when you guys find a new niche, uh, how many different designs do you upload to that new niche? So, like, that's a good question for Ken. Fifty to one hundred. Fifty-two hundred, Glenn. You want you want in on this? Um, I think 
I think I had like a hundred something of the St. Patrick's Day shirts. So I try to do, yeah, like around the same, uh, around the same amount. Okay. Gotcha. What about you, RJ? You're next and you come back. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um, I don't know. It all depends. I've been, well, with trends and stuff like that, I just hit like pretty, a lot of, a lot of it. Like I hit like, I'm wide open. Like I'm different. How do it's really hard to say? I probably do like 20 or 30. 20 or 30 on trends or 20 or 30 on a niche? On a niche. Okay. So on trends, like what are you putting up? Uh, on a, right now, I'm probably like at 500 for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's probably about where we are too. I need to do yeah. a thousand. I need to do a thousand. I'm trying to hit a thousand. So, yeah, I bet you, uh, I bet you, Bo's probably over two thousand already. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah, we uh, we typically try and go. We go pretty deep. That's one of the big changes we made um, going into 2018. After talking to Ken and some other sailors, is uh, we were a little bit too wide in what we did. Um, we had a bunch of designs across a bunch of different niches. So we're going really, really deep. We've uh, we're hammering the things that we're going after. We're, we've basically narrowed down our focus to about 10 to 15 different niches that we know really well, we understand, and we're putting you know 100 to 200 designs into those. Yeah. And also, too, guys, like, don't think like we're designing that on our own. Like, we actually have VAs helping us, like, make the designs and stuff like that so we can upload. So Speak for yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, man. Yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to get uh, Ken to speak. Trying to get a speak over there. <laughs> I've done yeah. lots of talking. I know. I'm I know. answer some messages. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else? Yeah. Let me find another question. Work-life balance. Let's hear this one. This will be interesting. What's your work-life balance, Young? Take it off mute. <laughs> Sneezing right now. He's all rolling around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Young, do we need to check on you? Oh, you guys are just being silly. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man, I, dude, I'm, I'm all about um the whole work-life balance. I think I, dude, I've traveled a lot um, over the years, and um, and that's one of my passions. I love traveling. What about so, you, uh, bud? Does that mean does that mean work life balance or no? Hmm? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, what's what do you consider life for some of you, right? Like I like my, like I'm very passionate about traveling, right? Like I've been places some people can can only dream about, right? Like I've been to the Philippines twice, right? Um, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Mexico. Uh, I mean, that's what I enjoy. Want to go um, to Dallas this weekend? Ken, I'm. I would love to go to Dallas with you this weekend. Is that an open invitation? If you are my son, uh, dude. Of course, I'm your son. <laughs> you have to call him Papi, though. <laughs> Hi, Papi. <laughs> Hi, Papi. Oh man, this is gonna be a really good podcast. Hey, speaking of that, dude, time out, man. I, I want to take a little left turn here, man. I freaking text RJ last week, right? I'm like, and and that was that was the first time I texted him, and he didn't know my number. I was like, "Hey, Papi, what's Aww. up?" He's like, he's like, "Oh, who's this?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm such and such, and I met you at the bar last week." And he totally fell for it. Trying to try and get you to go take him to sushi. Oh, dude, it was the funniest thing ever. Man, and then he called me. I was like, "If you're a girl and you call me, I'm not gonna answer this." <laughs> if a girl calls you, why why don't you answer the phone? 
I ain't got time right now. I'll call her back um, when I'm done. I see. But yes, Ken, I would love to go to Dallas with you. Next time you go, let me know. I, I'll try. I'll see what I can do. Unless Ken was calling me, then I'll you know I'll answer it right away. What's up, Ken? But just be like, I'm bringing my son. I'm bringing my uh, uh, my 12 year old son. <laughs> that shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, what about part of the Dollar Shave Club? Don't worry about it. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, Glenn? What's work life balance mean to you? Um, I think it's just like having. Uh, you know, just like having fun and, and what you like to do, just going all in on that, on like that passion. Like, even though I'm still like shipping stuff at night or working on merch, you know, like now or whatever, you know, make sure the wife gets time. So, you know, happy wife, happy life. And then do my own, you know, business and work stuff. And she's all cool about it as long as there's uh, the income coming in, no complaints there. So, and just going all in on, on what you want to do, because if you're just stuck doing the same old thing and, and then, of course, not making any other money. Like, I remember just, you know, working the full-time job that I had. I got a 3% raise every, you know, every year. I couldn't move up. I couldn't do anything else. I was, like, you know, marketing coordinator there. And I was just, like, you know, just stuck. So I want to start getting into other things and building up the channel. And and I'm just kind of off topic. But, like, even, I mean, building up merch, same thing. Building up YouTube and everything else that, you, that, you know, you might want to do. All of it's going to be... You know, nothing but work and failures in the beginning and maybe things aren't going your way in the very beginning. I remember making a YouTube channel. I was like, all right, well, no one's watching. Like, you know, your first video or two videos. Are you going to keep on going or are you going to quit? Like, if you make your first 10 shirts and no one's buying it, you're going to keep on going you're going to quit too. Like, right. I see them very, very similar as far as putting the work in. And I get a lot of similar questions. Like, it usually comes down to, like, the first couple of shirts made or – or YouTube or something, and then you never really hear from them again. So kind of random, but wanted to throw that in. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. What about you, Ken? I know what uh, your idea of work-life balance is. Uh, I, I needed to get away from the whole nine-to-five thing. I mean, the grind and the overtime and, you know, managing people, managing employees. You know, I, I, I'll never go back to being my own mm -hmm. boss, away from being my own boss right now. When, what, at what point did you say enough is enough, Ken? Um, it got to a point when I was managing in the oil field where uh, I was dealing with an executive that anything I good good I did, he took the credit for, and anything oh, wow. remotely bad, I got the goat horns. And it got to the point where you know I wasn't going to let him find a way to get get rid of me. You know, you want to wow. get rid of me, buy me out. And I'd had I had enough of that corporate thing. And so when an opportunity to run my own business came along, I'm sure glad I did. So mm. yeah, no, I'm I'm, try, I'm trying to get there. But at the same time, though, it's like I love my job, though. Oh, I yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was it uh, okay? There was a question. Uh, would you know, Ken, when? Uh, pop sockets are coming out or even Glenn or young you guys any, anybody know I don't know when they're coming but somebody asked a question about are there different size requirements and yes there are the other thing I'll tell you is that pop sockets and cell phones are not t-shirts uh, they design different and they sell to different people there you go there's your, there's your... I, I have a question any chance of tank tops coming out this year can is that something you can answer or something you know? No, I don't. I don't know. 
Yeah, I may have more answers after the weekend. I don't know. Don't, don't blink, blink twice if it's a yes, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 3C on the road is saying something that that's BS. What's he saying that from? Uh, hmm? That's BS. Uh, we can only wish on T. Uh-oh. Guys, don't get Ken mad. God. <laughs> I'm watching you. I'm watching you. I got. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. I don't know about tanks. I do know there's stuff being tested. Um, I do also know that Merch is um, looking at new technologies as well. So. There you go. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, uh, manual or auto for AMS campaigns, everybody. Both. I'm just doing auto. I always done the auto. Yeah, I just do auto as well. If I'm spending a lot of money on a trend I'm going after, I'm focused on doing my own manual stuff. So here's the thing. When you get in, you start off with an auto ad and you're bringing in keywords. Um, after a while, you're going to run that thing for long enough that you're going to see which keywords convert. If you take those and you put them into a manual ad, you'll find out that your uh, ACOS is going to go down quite a bit if you set up with phrase match and with exact match. Um, it's just a part of, you're basically creating a funnel. Like the auto ad is a wide funnel. It's got a really wide neck. Everything comes into it. A manual ad tightens it down more and it makes it more concise. You're not spending money on terms that aren't converting. There you go. Who's? I'm trying to figure out who's a merch maniac. I have no you know, idea. You know who that is? Okay. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? What are they? What are they saying? <laughs> Nothing. He just he, he he knows he knows what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get a let's see. Uh, any more questions? So are AMS, you? AMS. Somebody is mentioning that AMS is shut down. AMS is not set shut down. Yeah, it's still open. No, I think we, they no. had some errors this afternoon. Yeah, I was say, they had some glitches earlier today where it yeah. was down for about a half an hour. But I um, had about two dozen people ask me and freak out that the accounts have been deleted and was my account deleted. I'm like, nah, hold on. I, I saw somebody say they got a response back from an Amazon rep that AMS is not being nuked. Vendor Express is. So it's kind of if you're a lucky one that's in with AMS, you're still going to be able to put up ads. Oh, nice. But we'll okay. see. All right, let's see the let's get a, let's see. Uh, anybody okay. So uh what other so no one else is used on any other PODs, right? Any other pods? Go ahead. I'm, on, okay. I'm on Redbubble. Um um well you well, uh, we've been testing that whole beta thing um and um you know, so so yeah, I I I am on the other platforms. Um did you guys hear my story about um was it Cafe Press rejecting one of my designs? Yeah, did you ever find out what was going on with that? I have no idea. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't even care. Well, right? yeah. like, no one, no one shops on Cafe Press, but hey, I man, showed. I sold, I sold two shirts on there. Oh, did you really? But I showed my, I showed Glenn my design, and he was like, "What's the, what's the problem?" He's like, "Why they reject you?" I'm like, "I have no freaking idea." It's just a Black Panther shirt. I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, and it wasn't. It was like, like, like the Pink Panther, but I made him black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, you know what? I haven't checked Sunfrog in like six months. Uh oh, come on, Ken. Big numbers. Let's see what we got on Sunfrog right now. I got a five thousand dollar paycheck. I know. For him. 
<laughs> I, I ignore Teespring like this too. It's like, oh, I got to check Teespring. I haven't been there for two weeks. It's like, oh wow, an extra two hundred fifty dollars. This is cool. Let's let's see what Sunfrog's got for me. Hey, Glenn, so are you on any other uh, print on demand? Um, I started like getting into the Etsy printful thing, and then I just haven't really uploaded anything new. So right now it's pretty much, um, you know, merch. And then YouTube and eBay is kind of like the side stuff, so no other ones. Hey, I, I think the um, Amazon Printful integration, though, um, has big potential. Yeah, I really I, do. I agree. Yeah, I think that has huge potential. Hmm. If you're not looking at it right now, you really should be. Yeah, no, because I've so I've started uploading more designs, and I'm I'm slowly starting to see sales coming. I mean, I'm not making I'm not making tons of money, but I'm you know the sales are slowly starting to roll in. Gonna get returns and make me wear Razorbacks to the gym. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, I think I think that has a huge potential. So, so you should you guys should look into it. Okay, let's see other questions. Anyone else besides Ken? When is the big uh, merch by Amazon secret being revealed? Eric Rosner wants to know. What's the secret? I don't know. That's my question. I don't even. Uh, you know, Anthony keeps talking about that. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I see a few people talking about like zip lips, like they've got some secret going around, and I don't know. I I got a few secrets, but that I, okay. I, I'll back up. <laughs> there is something that's probably coming, but um, it's not what people expect. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So. Moment of silence. That's <laughs> all I can say. We're just waiting for Ken to say uh, something I'm else. To, let him I'm keep just talking. Don't stop. I'm just trying just to think what it is. Feed him beers. Get him drunk. Let him talk. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what it is. Okay. Let's see. See, look at Yon keeping a straight face on this one. <laughs> My emotion doesn't change. Did Did I mention it to you? I'm I'm like a cyborg. Huh? Okay. Did I mention hey. it to you? I I don't know. I'm. I told. No, Ken, I didn't. I, I didn't. Okay. I promised Ken I wasn't going to say a word. No, I, I mean I I'm not going to betray trust. I, I I've got cool. some contacts and. We're definitely. I mean, there's, there's stuff I'm going to say and there's stuff I'm not. I'm not. I mean, or we're getting nothing out of uh, merch stuff. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. We're definitely so getting an Airbnb now. <laughs> he likes uh, uh, oh you little freak ah <laughs> oh, he, li- he he likes jalapeno uh, jalapeno peppers too so we're good All right so here's a here's jalapeno a poppers not peppers man oh sorry there poppers there's a question for you guys that Jack Browning wants to know any tips for those of us who hit a tier things slow down and we get sort of stuck he's on tier 100 he's dying to get 500 but he's just under 50 sold so like when things slow down for you guys, is there something that you guys look to? Like where do you go back to in terms of you know fundamentals, like niches that you go after? Do they never get stuck? Oh, they get stuck. Um, I've got good sellers. Reevaluate your niche. Um, look at it. See what else is coming in. Because a lot of times it tells you, let, let's put all of the glitchy search quarter four crap aside. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at regular merch. You'll have good sellers and you'll rely. I've seen sellers that'll sell two, three, four a day and have for over a year. And all of a sudden they start dropping off and you realize, oh, where'd the sales go? And you go and look and somebody's done a better job at the niche. There's all of a sudden a new set of 10 or 20 shirts that are starting to take the sales. You got to stay on top of it. You got to protect it. You've got, uh, you know, go, go change your keywords. 
go look for better designs. Go try a different kind of design. Go put something under a different brand. As I said, compete with yourself. Um, don't get frustrated. All of us get burned out. I'll tell you that right now. I get burned out and I just walk away from merch for two or three weeks from uploading and things like that and just go mess around on the internet, ask questions. But um, it's frustrating and it's a grind. It really is a grind at the beginning. Um, but to me, it's a fun grind. So, How many of you guys have actually like gone out and gotten business and ran it to your merch account through a private listing? I have. Yeah, I know you have. I knew Ken would have do, would have done that. Have you done that, Young? Or have you done it, Glenn? Uh, we've done it for the family business. So we've had like just different businesses order like uh, I think one of them ordered like fifty five shirts or something like that, and they needed it by a certain day. And of course, it was like a crazy full color design. So merch just came super in handy on that. So it's like we got those in, uh, the orders in, and of course we priced them what we wanted, and they they paid, and everything was good. No no complaints on on quality, you know, complaints on anything like that. So it went good for the times. I think we've only done it maybe like two or three different times. Young, what about you? No, I, 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 I haven't. Something I should definitely look into though. I think it's a, like a gigantic white space that most of us ignore. Like I've been thinking about it too. It's just like the opportunity to, to go out there and go to a business and go, Hey, I can take care of this problem for you. Um, like it's just built-in traffic that you're not competing with anybody else. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, uh, if anybody follows Mike Gall or figures out uh, his tricks and secrets, Mike Gall is the one that's crushing it at this kind of thing. Hmm. I never even heard of him. Okay, uh, he's he's the seven-figure guy. Wow. Now, now I'm not sure what side of that is pure royalty profit, but I know he's, he's the one that's gone knocking on doors. He took the idea of going up to businesses, knocking on doors, working out deals where they're selling merch out of their store, right on the merch store and things like that. I I don't know the full details of it, but he's crushing it. There's a little more knocking on doors to be done, but he sounds like there's a lot of paperwork involved though. I think so. You know uh, it, but, but merch just needs to be looked at different ways. Like some sure focused one way and others are realizing they can go hit every local pizza shop in their neighborhood and get them sure. all buying merch shirts. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Now there's, there's like a dozen ways you can approach this business, right? Um, so, uh, okay. Uh, what was the question? Okay. Other ways to advertise your shirts without AMS ads. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm laughing. Cause isn't that what we just talked about this past Monday? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, first of all, it, let me just tell you guys right now. The, the, those of that's watching, if you guys don't have like a little mastermind group amongst yourselves, just go ahead and create one because you guys are gonna learn so much from each other. Um, so, all of us here, I, I don't know if Glenn's a part of it, but all of us here were part of like a little mastermind. We just had our first little live hangout this past Monday. It was very, uh, it was very productive. Um, I learned a lot. Um, um, but to answer the question, um, I, I don't know. I mean, is that something that we want to share? Because we well, kind of talked it amongst ourselves, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the basic overview, I mean, I think is a lot of that stuff is out there in the public in terms of, you know, Pinterest is a great way to start, like, you know, building out Pinterest boards, that kind of stuff is stuff that we talked about. And there's no real secret. A lot of it is just, you know, brainstorming back and forth in terms of how do you find ways to get eyeballs on your shirts? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, we talked about um, um, influencer marketing and whatnot. So um, there's a bunch of different ways. Yeah. 
right. All right. Uh, I see any more questions. Oh, there's another question about the, the merch do dojo. <laughs> what about it? Yeah. What is, what is it? Because there's people coming on barely because for – I mean, for Glenn and Young, so they want to know uh, what is Merch Dojo. It's a four-week training course for Merch. Uh, it'll take you right through from what is Merch. Like most people, as I talked earlier, don't know what Merch is. Ninety percent of people on the street have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. Take you. It, it, think of yourself being on the street and learning how to go all the way to being able to license something. And that's that's Merch Dojo, and it's going to be a. A group for people that sign up that, uh, you know, they're going to have interaction with myself, with uh, Neil Lassen. He's another one that's in there. Matt Cartlett's in there. You're mm -hmm. going to have direct uh, direct con conversations with us, and we'll answer your questions directly. So, Sifu Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Sifu Ken. Is it free? No, it's not going to be free. No, nah, it's not. Um, they're going to have not. Us, some of the top guys in the game in there, and they're going to be helping you guys and coaching you guys along the way. Um, now, now something I, I want to just mention about this. I saw a comment today that was quite common. They said, well, all this info you can find on Google search or in the oh, Facebook gosh. groups or, or on YouTube. I said, good, good, go find it. Or right. I can make I can make a course. You know, I'll, I'll go put this all together. And make, good, go make a course. Right. Or go go be brand new on the street that does not know how to even make a T-shirt or, or even how T-shirts are made. And go start Googling it and see how long it takes you to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I've, you know, I, I've, I've had someone respond to me for that typography ebook that I wrote. Yeah, he responded saying, "Oh, I could have just looked this up on the internet." I'm like, "Do it." I'm like, Do "You it. know what? I had to pay. For, you know, when I was in college, I had to pay for those notes. I paid like twelve hundred dollars for those notes. So just uh, whatever. I mean, you know, and all that all that nonsense in that Facebook group today. That's just that's stupid. It's look if if you guys want to learn from the best." You know, definitely look into Merch Dojo. Um, I mean, Ken and, 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 and Neil and Chris. I mean, these guys are top players, man. I, I saw an interesting one that scrolled by today. Somebody said, um, ask Chris what his daily sales were for the seven-day. And I almost responded. You know what I was going to say? <laughs> Here's a better question. Ask Chris for his daily private chat log with the director of Merch. Right. You know, it networking is just so huge. Yes. Um, you know, if you're good, I, I use a good example, trademarks. Uh, you know, the watch, watchdogs deal. You know, I've got the watchdogs thing mm -hmm. trying to fight back on frivolous trademarks. Um, so many people sit on their hands and complain about these trademarks. Here, here's a nugget. Have you guys ever thought to just go license those trademarks that are pissing you off and taking all your shirts down? We'll handle the frivolous stuff down the road. We'll change the industry. But for right now, are you making money off of those trademarks because you went and licensed them? Do you understand feel, what I'm saying? I feel like I'm being scolded right now by Ken. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do, do you guys understand what I'm saying, though, right? No, we totally get what you're saying. If, if Birthday Girl Absolutely. just took down 100 of your shirts... Go contact birthday girl and say, can I pay your royalty to get my shirts up? Mm -hmm. So the, the day of sitting and complaining is gone. Don't sit on your hands and complain. Deal with the now and look what you're making money with. And then also be working other things. Like I, I'm working, I license stuff. 
Mm. And as much as I hate what they're doing, I'll license it. And on the side, I'm working March Watchdogs to try and change the industry. I'm talking to the USPTO, talking to staff attorneys. I want the industry changed. I want these guys brought down. But I'm not going to sit for six months or two years until that's taken down and things have changed. I'm making my money now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, too, um, you have any? Have you heard anything at all about any like bulk bulk uploading or any like like editing editing prices or anything like that, Ken? Uh, that's one of the questions I'll ask them. Um, yeah. But the bulk side of it, what I've heard is it comes down to trusting the people with the API. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I think we're just too young a community. I mean, let's compare it to FBA. How long how long's FBA been around? Oh, and, they still have, and they still have their problems. Think of FBA two years into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, merch has its own set of problems too. They're specific to the fact that it's print on demand. It's not a physical product. So like, yeah. you know, when you in, introduce an API, I mean, that was my question I asked you was about an API, but like, I understand the difficulties. Like you introduce an API and you're dealing with people from Vietnam that are really good about getting around things already. <laughs> um, yeah. It can open up a whole other, you know, can of worms. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I hey, can, can we, I have something you can, you can ask him. This is something that I always, <laughs> I always screw up on this is like when we, when we upload a design, yeah. if there's a way we can go in and change it. Cause we realized we made a mistake. No, no, there's absolutely no way they can. You mean once you've hit the upload button and it's going yeah. live or in processing, yeah, yeah, it's just in processing. Like, can we sometime in the near future? No, you don't think so. Oh, in the future? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, I know one thing that we were talking about in one of my little secret circles. Uh, I don't know if Hamza is still with us or not. Props out to Merge Tools. He's got some stuff coming out on that. Um, Hamza, I think he was talking about how, well, the survey, of course, today. Everybody see the survey? I, I, I did submit the survey. What were yeah. they asking? That's a good question. I completely forgot. Oh, <laughs> They're uploading every everything at once. It's a one-shot upload. Yeah, I mean, you're going to do an upload, and you're going to pick all of your your radio buttons. This is the way I see it, and it's mm -hmm. going to list all the stuff under the listing. And the oh, customer. that's right. That's do right. they want a hoodie, or do they want a shirt? Or And do you want one email telling you that the shirt went that's live, right. or, yeah. or one email for everything? So the surveys give you some idea what they're looking at, what they're gauging the community with. The mm -hmm. other thing I will say is that um, – you know, as much as you get these newbie comments in some of the big Facebook groups, Chris's group, there are people that, that read the comments in that group, and I'm talking about merch people. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, we're, in a, we're coming to an end right now. Um, unless you guys you guys have anything else to say. I wanted to give away this uh, $100. We're going to pick five people. Oh, $100? Yeah. <laughs> You $100? Yeah, hey, my YouTube channel made $100 this month. I want to give it back to the community. There he you go. Told, he told me he's paying everybody 100 bucks to be on the show. <laughs> Sign me up, man. You guys go spend it at any of these uh, design uh, websites. If you want to, you know what I mean? So, all right. How are we doing Walker, this? I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one in the – well, you can't pick nothing. You're not even – are you at the computer? No, I'm talking to you freaking through, phone, through, right? No, I'm talking to you through through, through my damn shoe. Uh, <laughs> you're on your phone, ain't you? you? Can't see the comments in the YouTube. Go to your computer. I'm not on my phone. Dude. I'm dude. I'm on my damn computer. Let's see. Selfie. Come on, turn the camera on. Let's see. Dude, give me a hundred dollars, man. <laughs> give me a hundred dollars. 
right. Everybody in the comments just say, uh, I don't know. Uh, I hate young. There you go. Why are you going to go there, man? Why are you going to go there, especially now, when uh, I'm sick? I'm going to pick one, and then uh, Matt's going to pick one. And I'll pick one. Glenn's going to pick one. Uh, okay. All I'll right. going to pick one. <laughs> And then I'm not sure how I'm going to get all your information. I need your email so I can PayPal you $20. Just message you on Facebook. There you go. Message me on Facebook. If you can't get a hold of me, get a hold of Matt. He'll send you $20 too. <laughs> all right. Let's see. There was one I had in mind earlier I was looking at. Commenting, 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 commenting. Right, let's go. Who is in here? I'm trying to see who's been here. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I'll pick Richard B. Richard B. Send me your or message me on Facebook after this. Send me your email. Who's the biggest fan of Merch Fairy? There you go. That's <laughs> You know what? Maybe I should just go to YouTube and look at some of these comments. <laughs> so he's getting up off the couch right now. Let me tell you. Lying. Putting out a shoe. Uh -huh. <laughs> he didn't want to step on the cold floor in the kitchen, so he's putting on Settle down. Stairs. Settle down. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Now we got the merch fairies coming out. There we go. Now the first one to post a link to themselves in a mankini wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you're welcome, Richard. Thank you for watching, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> Waiting on Ken to pick his. Oh, I have to pick somebody. Uh huh. Oh, let's see who's uh who's oh, Red Moon Rising. Who's that? Redwood Rising. Red Moon Rising. Oh, Red Moon Rising twenty four. Message okay. RJ. Okay. Somebody messaged him. That was quick. They wanted their money. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead, Glenn. Uh, if someone knows what the last episode, what number we were on on uh, Merch Minds, um, let me know in the chat. Our last episode was number what? I guess the first number I see it. They'll get their uh, 20 bucks. There we go. Uh, looks like a Don something. He put 73. Cool, cool. I messaged me on Facebook after a Don, please. Thank you. All right, Matt. Let Young go. Let, let Young pick. I'll go okay. last. Yeah. Uh, I picked Young. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Here. Let, let's be serious here. Um, first person to guess my age. Twelve. You're my son. You're fourteen. <laughs> oh, you guys are so close. You guys are so close. <laughs> How old is Young? Stanford. Forty-two. Twenty-two. Five eighty-seven. Uh, oh my gosh, this is going super fast. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now he's at the computer. <laughs> I was laying on a couch earlier. Hey, settle down, okay? I was in front of the computer, man. Um, 
I don't see the right number. Let's see. I seen a, I seen a fifty-four. I saw fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a question though, Young. Do you use that picture for Tinder? <laughs> three C on the road. Three C on the road. You just won. Uh, no, I use it for grinder. Lost <laughs> <laughs> <all> serious. <laughs> What was it? Greasy Ho? Who? Who? <laughs> three C on the road. Oh, three C. Okay. I thought you said greasy on the road. Oh my god. All right, let's pick the last one. Let's pick All the last right. one. One let's more. The last one. one. Last one. I'm just gonna go random. I'm just gonna scroll up until it stops. Okay, cool. It's a hell of a scroll. <laughs> it is a hell of a scroll. JL. That's uh, just JL with a period. Uh, JL with a period. Message me on Facebook. RJ Martinez. He's wearing a decent Mexican shirt. Link in the description if you guys want to buy it after. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, we have five people. Uh, please message me on Facebook after this, and then I'm going to PayPal you $20. Winner, winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, Thank so you, guys. That's it, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. Glenn, Young, Ken, thank you. Hour and 40 minutes you stayed on here with us. I appreciate that, Ken. Oh, wow. <laughs> Soldier. Let's go upload. Okay. Talk to All you right, guys, guys later. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. See you.